0: Hello and welcome to the Gridiron Crew podcast. We are an NFL podcast made in Scotland by NFL lovers. This is the Preview Crew and I'm your host Keith McGinty. It's already week two of the NFL season. You can tell there's been a writer's strike because week one was absolutely crazy. To break down the best of the action, I'm joined by some of our finest crew members. We've got Liam, the love god himself. That's, that's a wee pun for the Packers fans out there. Uh, Liam, how are we, buddy? I'm good, thanks. Yes, I'm really good. Loved loved week one. Couldn't couldn't got much better for me. Absolutely. Uh, a bit of a surprise for some, but but probably not for yourself. here you I had faith, total faith all the way through. Of course, oh
1: yeah, there's no no doubt at all. N- never. <laughs>
0: Just wait till uh, end, we're, week all... <laughs> <laughs> we're also joined by Hampton's big chief, uh, uh, studs studs. How are buddy?
2: Yeah, absolutely fantastic! It's football time again. We're back again for week two, and after an interesting week one, it'll be be good to see see how what unfolds this week.
0: I bit of a, a stutter at the start of the season, but that that always looks good. Then you look back in the seasons and see where it it all kicked into place. Um, but we'll get to that. We'll get to that. First of all, we've got a kickoff question, and Liam's Packers are not the only love story happening this week. The rumour mill is rife with news of a blossoming romance between Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. So question to you is do you like Taylor's style? Or will she become an anti-hero and they'll part with bad blood? I know still you're a massive Taylor but Swift fan like myself. <laughs> yeah, you are absolutely <laughs> loving those wee puns there. I took my whole ah. five minutes at <laughs> um, you make it the this thing. I I think this was from his um uh, New Heights podcast I think he'd mentioned that Taylor Swift Was was somebody he was looking for tickets for um, And it seems they have been Hanging out I don't think there's anything official yet But, but that's going to be good news For, for Travis there I What do you think listen,
2: It's same it, it has been mentioned several times On the, on the New Heights podcast As I kind of listen every week to it um, he tried to give her a friendship bracelet after the gig he did attend, but she, I think, he had his phone number. Um, linked oh, on to nice. that friendship bracelet <laughs> it was the story <laughs> in the New Heights podcast. So a very subtle way of doing it. Um, but she didn't speak to him after the show, and he seemed quite kind of cut about it at the time. So it's uh, I listen after hearing, I, I never ever seen the program, but I know there was a catch in Kelsey reality show at one stage in his career which um, didn't turn out well um, for him so uh, as long as he's still producing in the field, his personal life can can go nuts and whether it's with Swift or someone else, I'm, I'm really not caring as long as he's still producing the touch sounds.
1: I suppose uh, either way like...
2: Swift, I was
1: going to say either way, Swift will get some good material out, out of it I'm sure some, oh, some, some good songs, some good songwriting from Kelsey's uh, uh, one-liners I'm sure Absolutely <laughs>
0: Listen, I'm just really hoping that they do have to often. They have to go to a Thanksgiving dinner at Jason Kelsey's house. I think that would be absolutely hilarious to to hear the stories about that in years to come.
2: Listen, if if you haven't heard it yet, I would highly recommend the last week's um, New Heights podcast. Jason's wife Kylie is on it. And do you know what? Is, I was ab- I'm was i absolutely buzzing now to see the Amazon documentary coming out called Kelsey.
1: Oh yeah,
2: She man. is a superstar, honestly. I've not even watched the video. I've only heard the audio. And she is top drawer, honestly. Her partner is tremendous. Um, I was in stitches.
0: Fantastic. Oh, well, I'm looking forward to that then. I'd heard a wee bit of the story about how he proposed. Yes. Tell me, have patter there was terrific. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'll give that a wee... We listened to myself. Um, Let's see if we can shake it off now and and get on with the the podcast. (laughs) Um, Tonight, we're going to have a look at the top five matches that we, the crew, have discussed and, think, for the week two of the NFL season. We're going to start by looking at the Baltimore Ravens as they travel to the 0-1 Cincinnati Bengals. Uh, A really, really tough loss for the Bengals last week, so let's see if uh, they can bounce back from that. Somebody else that had a tough loss, studs, was the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, they're travelling to Jacksonville to take on the Jags. It'll be an interesting one for them. Seattle Seahawks just didn't turn up, really. Um, they were, they're were tra- they travelling to Detroit to take on the Lions. We've got San Francisco making a short commute, relatively speaking, to LA for the matchup at SoFi against the Rams. And then finally I think we'll go for a wee I said this was a hipster choice, this one this weekend. We've we'll got the Indianapolis Colts against the Houston Texans. Um yeah, some five interesting matchups here for the state to have a we delve into. And as I said, I think we'll start off with the the Ravens at the Bengals. Liam, tell us how did the Ravens go on last week and what are you thinking that we'll see from them this week?
1: they with the Ravens got off a after a winning start, beating beating the lowly texans but i'm sure we'll come into that later more um <laughs> so yeah a, a good a good always good to get a first one out of the way um but it's a, a nice uh rivalry game shall we say um yes against the bengals um i'll be the last time they played was the was the famous 98 yard fumble recovery from was it hubbard i think it was um to end the raven season so should there be some some, uh, no no loss, you know, no blood loss and that sort of thing. Some nice you know, rivalry absolutely. coming up. So, but yeah, but I think it's, I was kind of having a look. The Ravens, even though they won last week, they kind of suffered in their win. They lost four kind of key players. Obviously, Dobbins yes. all over the news this week with his, with his Achilles, which you feel kind of really bad for him, don't you? Like, that's that? Like, three seasons, three seasons, two seasons out of three, he's had a major injury sort of thing, so.
0: It's absolutely sin for has said that they don't plan on getting another RB in as well. They're just going to go with what they've got just now. which is. Does that surprise you, studs?
2: Uh, uh, definitely a toot-toot all aboard the Gus bus for Ravens. <laughs> so um, I, I think you seen the like, Justice Hill's another one where he got, got a lot of the carries in there as well. Um, So they've always had quite a, a busy Running back room. Um, yep. Obviously, we had Melvin, super sorry, Super Bowl winning Melvin Gordon, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and did as well during the off season. So he obviously has been learning the system. So it wouldn't surprise me did they maybe bring him back, um, just to kind of pad out that room a little bit. But I think Gus Edwards is probably somewhat to Dobins in a lot of ways, where he's had mm-hmm. a lot of bad luck with injuries as well. But the flashes we've seen, of Gus Edwards, he's more than capable of carrying that load for the Baltimore Ravens.
0: And obviously, that RB one, Lamar Jackson, is still there as well, I and he's that. he's healthy. So, well, that's yeah. exactly RB one is is, um, but that's a big investment that they've made over the the off season though. Are they going to let him run as much Is, is that going to be worthwhile letting him see uh, going into the the tackles, or is he going to have to learn to slide to the knees?
2: it's it's a hard one because they they really never got it going last week against the texans and i know they won but i'm sitting i've been sitting looking at the stats and lamar jackson he threw for 169 yards and he rushed it was the top rusher with 38 yards so they really Mm -hmm. didn't have to do much against against the texans so i think this week should be a bigger challenge and i think it'll probably explain a little bit more about what we can expect from the raven's offense as a whole yeah, um, mentioned- Andrews wasn't playing as well so I think he's due back this week from what I was seeing so another weapon coming in
1: I was going to say it'll be interesting to see if, if Andrews comes back who will be the main target after Flowers performance. Yeah. he was our um, top pass catcher wasn't he last week uh, so. he
2: was He was yeah. definitely the shining light in that in performance last week I think he showed the, how explosive he can be and, He's he's someday I was kinda of pounding the drum for the Chiefs to a kind of trade up and get um during the draft. So he's a uh, i I think Flowers certainly looks like he's got a bright future.
0: Um Odell Beckham Jr. who also they've got a, quite an interesting um wide receiver down there. So you've got Zay Flowers is certainly the, the new shining light there. Um Nelson Agu- Aguilar, who was most recently was he at the, the parts last season? Uh, I know he was a was while that. ago. He? He's, yeah, he's, he's been um, around, hasn't he? He <laughs> yeah, certainly has. He gets a nice wee sign on for you. Plenty of them. They've. Um, I. I think they're going to have to lean into Zay Flowers, and I think that might be one of the the weapons that they're going to have to really focus on um, if uh, they are going to get any wins. As you say, Mark Andrews. I don't think it's it's confirmed that he's definitely back yet. It's I good it was, it like, go, but yeah, I
1: think it was limited. Some yesterday. I don't
0: know what he is today, but, so, but we'll see what happens. They certainly need that, that 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 other threat, that target going forward, especially when you get into the, the red zone there. Interesting to see how they get on there. I need to stop saying that, don't I? What about the Bengals, though? Um, Bengals, that was a it was a, a nasty taste, uh, left in the hum-
1: mouth humbling, last week. humbling, humbling loss, maybe something
0: like that. <laughs> it was what's the weather going to be like? That's the main thing. Is the, <laughs> is the rain going to be bad for Joe Burrow's wee tiny hands, or no. is he going to have to wear his gloves again? I probably I hates
2: at... wearing gloves, didn't he? That's, oh. that was the big thing. He absolutely detests wearing gloves, so it interesting to see. If i, was had looking on,
1: at this, I was sorry, I was going to say, I was looking at the stats only 84 yards he threw for, something like that. So, which is.
2: 452 percent completion rate, which is just uh, shocking. I mean, the, the off aids get nothing going. But again, I think you've got to credit the Browns' defense on that front, and yes. the the Clapping Miles Garrett doing the crossover on the lineman um, before running through the <laughs> sack battle is just unbelievable. Um, just to have, and again, Garrett's got the. It's a touchy arrogance, but he can back it up. Mm-hmm. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Got, so yeah. it's it's that close line between confidence and arrogance. But when he's going to just run through you and sack the quarterback, what can you do?
0: <laughs> is it just a wee falter? Do you think from from Barrows? Is or is this going to be the?
2: Well, he's
1: kind of always got off to a slow start. He got off to a slow start last season as well. I suppose he's always been injured through um, what, August, isn't yeah. he? So <laughs> that's <he's> true. Just... <laughs> maybe it's just that. Maybe you just can't got to, you know, get the timing with the receivers and stuff like that. And but yeah, I think you can yeah, still fancy okay. them to go far, don't you? You can't really say anything much more than that, can
0: you? He also he missed the, the pre season, of course, with the, the the calf injury. So that's gonna shake up with his his routine, as you said, his timing's gonna be a wee bit off. The weather just been honking first first game of the season being a wee bit too jittery. It's just that a confluence, I think, that that made it a bad night for the Bengals. I'm sure that they're going to bounce back this weekend. Though, Studs, what do you think? Is this going to be a, a bounce back for Burrow or is uh, Lamar Jackson going to to pile on the, the agony?
2: Well, i do, I just actually look. I think I've picked the Bengals in, I'll pick them, but it is scheduled right now for rain again um, and uh, the weekend, so that could certainly change it. But I think um, with the kind of uncertainties on the ravens side of the ball and the and the kind of pieces they've lost. I think I, I think the Bengals will just edge it. I do think it'll be a close game. I, I actually think it'll be um again, probably plus 30, 30 odd points within the game. And yeah. Um, but no, I fan, I do fancy Burroughs again We they waiting. Sorry, sort no Burroughs.
0: I know he um, goes mental <laughs> is for that doesn't he?
2: <laughs> so I do fancy Burrow to can kind of find his feet a little bit um and start to kinda of find his rhythm. I don't think it's sustainable for guys like T. Higgins to have zero receiving yards in a game. I think he's he's too good to to be in that position of chase thirty nine yards. I think these kind of things are, are anomalies rather than the norm. Um, yes. So yeah, I do fancy them. We kind of think he kind of get it rolling again. And we, um, oh, who's the defensive coordinator again? Lou something. Oh, yeah. Lou know i yeah, yep. I think he's. Uh, I think he's a genius, in on the defensive side, so I do expect him to start dialing things up and get that defense really taken over and make it exceptionally difficult for the Ravens. I do think they're going to try and force them to pass more to see what this new offense is about. Um, I think they're probably going to stifle the likes of Edwards and Hill on that side of the ball and force yep. that pass. Yeah. I right. right, just gonna make them uh, just. You
1: know, kind of hedges their
0: bets to make sure they think they can't get it, sort of thing. So the Bengals were certainly predominantly they were going for the the throws for their the runs. There wasn't much coming from mixing or anyone there. Um, so might have to mix it up a wee bit whenever it comes to the the Ravens on Sunday night. I think that game is yeah. So I'm um, who are you taking for this one then, Liam? Who's who's going to Who's going to win? By how much?
1: I still, I'm still, still leaning Bengals, I think, overall. As, as I was saying, I think, last week, slow start, blip. They've got too much talent on their offence to not, not put up some some good points, I think. So um, I don't know. I don't know what the point will be. Maybe, maybe 30, 20, 21 or something like that, I think, nice. probably, for the Bengals. I think they'll put up some, some good numbers.
0: A nice bounce back. Think so what about yourself, studs?
2: I was just double checking. I have actually picked the Bengals uh, to win this one. I don't I can't envision uh, a world where the Bengals go on to in the division as well as in the league to start the season. Um so no, nah, I think the Bengals are going to find a rhythm this week. Probably win by, I'll say by win by a touchdown.
0: By a touchdown for yourself, studs. Excellent. Um as we said great game to start us off with look forward to it and that is taking place yet that is the six o'clock kickoff so it'll be the first part of red zone I don't know what games are getting shown on sky this weekend any idea guys we'll have a wee we can I'm check not sure, out sure actually no I've not checked out yet I think Blame, if you check I that for like us.
2: the Chiefs the Chiefs at the Jags I
0: think which is handy because that's where we are going to next studs it was a humbling Weekend for you until the the Bengals um get defeated and everything that people were saying about Pat Mahomes, you were able to throw back at them whenever Joe Burrow um had a honker. <laughs> but that was the thing though, Pat didn't actually have a bad game, it was just his uh, receivers weren't they up to scratch. How did you how did you feel after that that humbling uh, defeat? What was it, one point uh, to the to the Lions? Mm-hmm. Twenty, yeah,
2: twenty-one twenty. And it's yeah. again I think you you generally find that um with the Chiefs since Mahomes has kinda stepped in. When they do low when they do lose, it's not because he part. And again, you can look at the Super Bowl loss against mm-hmm. the Bucks. He literally done everything in his power to keep us in that game to the extent where he was thrown passes like Superman. Um mm-hmm. so again, he's yeah, his completion Against attempts wasn't a great 53 eh, percent, or sorry, 54 technically. Um, so a whole nine percent better than Burrows, but he was still kind of moving the ball where he had to. He scrambling, was still there. He was actually a top rusher, so he was doing everything possible. As you said, it's just the receivers didn't step up. Um, Kadarius Torrey actually forgot that he had hands. Um, <laughs> I think Ian Rappaport's just tweeted out to say that he's actually had them surgically repaired on this week, so he should be better um, but again, it's you're expecting Travis Kelsey back um, Chris Jones has signed his deal so he's back in the building um, I actually don't think our defence was, was an issue last week, I thought mm-hmm. we got to go plenty of times if I'm honest, as much as yeah, great, the Lions won and give them all the credit in the world they did what they had to do I think the Chiefs gave them the game I really mm-hmm. do, it's, you look at the Chiefs' last drive Caderius Torey's open for like a 20-30 yard game and he inexplicably drops it I mean, I genuinely think that my 8-year-old in that position would have caught it <laughs> just, there was no pressure on him he wasn't getting tackled he just it was a crazy drop, and again, I think that ties in to what we were saying with the Bengals, where it's a rhythm thing. Kadarius Tony missed training yes. camp um, through injury as well, so he's maybe not got that rhythm um, with Mahomes as yet. So, now, nah, for me, I, I, again, I'm not putting too much on last week. I think it's very easy to overreact to a week one loss. I, I think we gave the game away rather than the Lions beating us, if I'm perfectly honest.
0: MVS got 48 yards from two receptions. Uh, Watson got 45 yards from two receptions. Um, Rashi Rice with a touchdown in his yeah. debut. They're spreading about, if, if only could they Tony, which he seems to be getting the majority of the blame. Yeah. He's one of the most, uh, I don't think he's only got a second year wide receiver, but he should have been doing a lot better. And I think that was the, the main issue. Um third year sorry, third year wide receiver. He really should have been doing a lot better. The hype that he brings himself, um, and the, the passes it was getting, I can't believe that one went right through his hands. It was it was ah. re- ridiculous. Um mm-hmm. what about Liam? What about the, the the running back room? Um Pacheco only got 23 yards from eight attempts. Pat Mahomes actually got more yards from him yeah. rushing, he got 45. Uh, Mahomes again leading the way. Is that an area that the, the Chief really should be looking to improve upon? I don't know. Like
1: just, as I say, it's you've always got Mahomes in the background, don't you? So but yeah. they kind of they kinda of seem to just mix and they did not seem to have any sort of lead back really. I did not from what I could see. Well I suppose the kind of stats of people say I don't know what, I didn't actually see the game itself, but what I saw, like they just were mixing it in drive to drive sort of thing. So mm-hmm. like is that are they going to change that maybe once they get kind of going a bit, a bit more consistency? Is one going to kind of pull away? And I suppose you've always got McKinnon. He always comes on late, later in the year, doesn't he, to to kind of really kick on and kind of keep him, hold him back for the whole, for the, for the <laughs> yeah. first like 10 games or something like that, and then they just let him loose, sort of thing. So, um, but yeah, but as I say, I think it just comes down to. Making sure they can get the receivers going, if you can get them going, that'll get the run going. And it's just, as I say, the old complimentary football side of things, isn't it? So,
2: yeah, it was, it was a true running back by committee last yeah. week. You had CH in there, you had McKinnon yeah. in there, you had Pacheco in there. And Pacheco was actually probably more surprising for me involved in the passing game, my fair bit as well. He got a couple of receptions in there as well. So, it's same, um, it was really a true running back by committee. And I think that maybe. Again, um, Edward has had these issues with injury, but for me, mm-hmm. he's not the back that's going to drive through the space. He's yes. he was a uh, receiving back in college when he was at um, LSU. But we seem to be wanting to force this up the middle. That's more maybe Pacheco's style. Um, but again, is it perhaps that Edward Taylor carry isn't very good in the run block side, which is why you see McKinnon in more. Because we've yeah. seen exactly what he can do in the in the past long, um side of things. So, uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know whether it's just a case of a cut of losses for CH and just accept that and, and move on.
0: That's certainly how it felt in the, the off-season. Like, he was he was done, he was gone. Um, and I know you've said yourself that Isaiah Pacheco is a, an angry runner. You're a big fan of, of that yeah. whenever he does actually get going. Just need to see a wee bit more of it. Um, what about your, your wide receiver? Because you've got great variety there, but who are you really looking for, looking to to step up and stand out this season? Or is it they're just playing secondary to Travis Kelsey again?
2: Yeah, I, th- I think they're all, it's, it's difficult when you've got somebody, a unicorn like Travis Kelsey. Um, I think it's, it's going to be difficult for wide receivers to stand out the one I was probably surprised maybe not to see more involved and I know Grant will absolutely love this was probably Justin Ross um, yeah. he's massive he's an absolute unity guy I thought when we were in the red zone I thought well, he would maybe take the Kelsey role a little bit where mm-hmm. he's, he has that big body back he get his body in front of the families they're not going to get the ball so for me I would probably like to see him involved a little bit more I think Rashi Rice The separation he got for his touchdown was unreal. So I do expect him to kind of keep kicking on. And I know he's somebody that after Mahone's worked out in the off-season, he was somebody that he was really pushing for. And I think he's got quite a good record of the contested catch side of things. Um, So, yeah, I'd like to see those two maybe step up a little bit. Sky Moore, um, probably jury's still out on him, uh, to be perfectly honest. And as I say, if, if Tony can actually... Sort out the drops. It's it's definitely um, he's definitely there's definitely a player in there, but he just needs to kind of fix those drops. It's I think um, I seen on Twitter um, Brad Simcox the the Chiefs fan that we had on for the Super Bowl, put yes. on something like it brought I, back memories. say tidy kill, and again I remember sitting watching some of these ones where the the interception is literally right in Tony's hands. And there's ones where Hill was the exact same, it's right in his hands, and it just bounces off his hands, straight into the arms of another into the defence. So that and I when Tony was coming out of college, who was his um, NFL comparison? It was Tiny Kill.
0: And he's disappeared off the face of the the earth as well, yeah. 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 didn't do much last week What was it, 215 yards in total And a, an incredible game for the uh,
2: Last incredible game I would just like to point out He done that in one quarter With the Chiefs against the Buccaneers A few seasons ago <laughs>
0: <laughs> not, that it's a, um, not that it's
2: a competition
0: <laughs> um, What about the, the Jags then um, I think everybody's been Tipping them to, to do Lots of good things this, this year they've, they've finally got a target for Trevor Lawrence and Calvin Ridley after his year out for was it gambling for Calvin Ridley? Yeah. So also. he, he also,
2: also had some time out for well, I think it was implied that it was mental health. He kind of took some time out for his for his own health and then they then he had the gambling issues last year. No, I
0: could so know. he's
2: not, could not really played much in two years before this year.
0: Well, he's, he's certainly making up for, for lost time. It was a, an impressive start to his um, Jags career then. Calvin Ridley with Trevor Lawrence, there seems to be a, a synergy there already. And um, this could be quite frightening then. I think this is why a few of the the Gridiron Crew uh, guys are, are taking the Jags to inflict a, a second defeat on the Chiefs already and the Pickhams this week. What do you think, uh, Liam? Is this is is this a, a shrewd bet? Is this maybe a wee surprise in the making here? Do you have that much faith in Trevor Lawrence that it, it's been talked up over the past couple of years? That now that he's got uh, um, uh, Doug Peterson, uh, uh, a manager, the uh, head coach that does actually believe in them, that can guide them through this? Are we going to see the real Trevor Lawrence this season?
1: I suppose was it? Was it last year? The it was the the KC game they lost in the playoffs, wasn't it? They came they came pretty close, and then it was one drive and it was an interception or something like at the end. So, but yeah, as you see, they've now got Ridley in there. He's now got an extra target, and also that was impressed last week as well.
0: With Zay Jones
1: was it? Zay Jones that crazy catch? Oh, well, um,
0: catch. So. that was incidentally that was the uh, crew's missile of the week. Our new feature that you'll see on our X or Twitter or whatever it is now. Um but yeah,
1: so he's got he's got he's got all the targets, he's got all the talent around him now, doesn't he? So we'll see if he can make that jump into the Mahomes world somewhere or near, near enough.
0: What about yourself, Studs? Um what are the receivers then? So we mentioned Dave uh, Jones actually did quite well. Is there anyone else that you think's gonna be able to, to benefit from the the eyes that Calvin Ridley's going to get, are they going to get a wee bit more time for Christian Kirk? He didn't do very much last week. And do you uh, think was, he'll maybe get a wee bit more time?
2: It was absolutely anonymous last week, and they seem to be, despite all the money they are given him, they seem to be wanting to make him their slot receiver, Yeah. which yeah. I really don't think is Christian Kirk's game. I think he's more of like a deep threat with that speed that he's got. So, But again, if they want to make him the slot receiver, that will benefit the Chiefs for me, um, because... I don't think he's going to do anything, but you know, Zay Jones really stepped up, I think he was probably the one that surprised everyone um, and the fact that he did step up and be the number two um, for Lawrence, so I, I think they're looking at those two, if I'm perfectly honest, but from my perspective, I just hope Tank Bigsby has another moment like he did at the <laughs> weekend, where he just stands and watches where well, there's no whistle. Um, easy Is that, running. That was, just weird. that
0: was That was weird, was <laughs> Am I right in saying if he'd made a, a football and move, so if he'd made a step and then gave it and up? They, yeah.
2: Basically the ball, um Trevor Lawrence fumbled the ball, the ball wasn't coming mm-hmm. forward, so the ball was still in play and it bounced into his hands and he just stood there holding the ball. And I think it was um Leonard, I think, punched it out and
0: he ran at home for a touchdown, so it's, it goes back to the old adage that we that you tell the kids when they're playing football over <laughs> here is you play the whistle, guys. Play, play the, the whistle, whistle. <laughs> play the whistle. Um, terrific. Uh, thanks, Bigsby. Uh, yeah, making his, his debut there. They've also got Travis Etienne. Um, big hopes for him. I've had a good first season with them. Um, I'm looking forward to seeing what more he can do this year. Is this going to be a, a, a a real challenge I mean you think are they, are they set to win the, the division there or you think they're quite a challenge for
2: I think that they're, um, they're certainly set up to win the division, you just, if they can keep going, I think Doug Peterson's an excellent head coach, there's no denying that he's taking that franchise from what was probably a bit of a laughing stock under Urban Meyer he has got them playing good football um, so for me, I, th- I think they're a are a well-run franchise now um, under the guidance of Pearson. So yeah, they've certainly got all the tools to kind of go forward. And if Ridley keeps doing what he's done last week, I don't see I don't see anybody stopping them as much as a and in a in and I bet put um, a division winner and being one of their neighbours from Nashville, which doesn't look like it's going to go too well, <laughs> um, just purely for the odds. But they were heavy favourites on that front, so I think it's hard to see them getting stopped. Oh, yeah, I thought they are on up, aren't they?
1: So I was going to say they're just oh. going up compared to all the other teams in the division. Tennessee, Houston are just kind of sitting there and I we'll suppose what, see what happens with the Colts. But...
0: Well, that was the thing. Tannehill had a, an absolutely honking game last, last week, and it'll be in depending on how long he gets. Until we maybe see Will Levis um, at some point in the season, it seems to be the the rookie quarterbacks are getting their chance getting their chance early this year, um, as we saw with the the Colts. We'll get to them a wee bit later on. But, I think um, it's a
2: hard one because I think the the Titans' all line is, I think it's graded the worst in the league right now. Yeah. So what protection has Tannehill really got? Um, I, I think he's a decent quarterback. I, I don't think he's elite. I think he's more than serviceable. But if he's not getting the protection or time to to find those targets, then what what more can what's Will Levis going to do that Tannehill can't, or what's Malik Willis going to do that Tannehill couldn't? Just now, it's you're probably putting these two young guys in a situation where they're they're destined to fail. So until you fix that whole line, is it really worthwhile switching out at quarterback?
0: Liam, what's the Who's gonna win this one then? What's the, the, the margin do you think would be is I it would be a I tight think the, one? I think
1: it's gonna be tight, but I think I'm going I'm still leaning the Chiefs, I think they'll do it by a by a score. Maybe 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 just a, you know an even as tight as an extra point. Is that
2: too tight? Maybe something like that?
0: <laughs> Two weeks in a
2: row. <laughs> it happened last week. <laughs> yeah. Just the wrong way. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: How much is your, your boys way win by this week then, studs?
2: Yeah, I'm going to give, give them a wee boost with the Chris, jo- Chris Jones coming back and I think he's going to eat Trevor Lawrence alive with all these incentives that we'll discuss later and I think we're going to win by two or three scores.
0: Terrific, terrific work. Um, next up then, we will be heading towards the Seattle Seahawks who are travelling to Motor City to take on the Detroit Lions. Um, Seahawks did not have a good opening uh, to the season. We we just didn't turn up. Didn't turn up against the LA Rams, which is really surprising given how buoyant and the everything had been around the team And you are looking at it at the, at the preseason season Again, we'd been lauded for how well we'd drafted. We'd seem to get good balance at the, the cornerbacks on each side there. Um, we've given support to Kenneth Walker, who looked good in parts last year in the running back, but again get injured, so Charbonnet was coming in and again drafted him pretty highly, but it was um, just nothing happened and I'm starting to wonder, I'm starting to worry, is this the the love affair with Gino over because towards the second half of the season, teams were starting to, to figure him out, were starting to understand what he was all about. He was great at the explosive plays and the deep shots. And I think that's something that we certainly love to see, especially the Seahawks fans. But other teams are starting to get, you see them, they're starting to watch the tape. That's something that the first couple of weeks of the season, teams aren't getting a chance to watch tape to see where they can find the weak creases to, to inflict the damage in the opposition. With, towards the end of last season, they certainly saw it with Geno Smith. And I'm a wee bit worried that he might not be the the man to lead us to the Vince Lombardi. Uh, I know it was a a long shot to start with, especially with how some of our divisional uh, rivals are playing just now, especially down in Santa Clara. But, um, aye, it was really disappointing. We get GSN and DK Metcalf was back. Um, I'm really disappointing... Start to the season. I'm just hoping that it's going to kick off, and maybe we can get a a replay like uh, the last game that the Seahawks played the Detroit Lions, which ended forty-eight forty-five to the the Seahawks. But do you think, studs? Is it uh, going to be a, 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 an upturn for the Seahawks this week, or is it going to be more pain? Well, that's. I was actually
2: just looking at that to see if I the last meeting last year. Um... So over 90 points in the game overall, that's just ridiculous. That's uh, definitely not a game for the defences, that one. (laughs) Um, I think the worrying thing for me, for the Seahawks, was the lack of production in the second half. And I think I'd mentioned to you guys before we started in the pod, I think it was something along the lines of two positive yards in the second half. Um, And then there's obviously the infamous clap of Screaming, "Oh my God!" As Aaron Donald <laughs> came rushing at him, which,
1: which was just glorious. That's fair. Um, that's fair, though. Fair. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I said, "I'm sure. I'm pretty sure that if they had miked up um, the Cincinnati Bengals all line when, um, when it was Garrett was doing his crossover, they would have probably heard Burrow say the same thing." Um, but I think the concerning thing for me was that probably the lack of production and offense for the Seahawks. To be perfectly honest, and it did start off really well. I mean, they touched out the touchdown to DK Metcalf it was a beautiful pass, uh, and it was, a, it was a lovely score for them quite early on, but they just never really built on it at all. So, and that uh, the Lions defensive line was putting homes under pressure, having watched the game last week. So, they will get after Geno Smith, much like the Rams did this week. So, yeah. that's, again, there's probably no one quite like Aaron Donald on the Detroit Lions defensive line, but is Gino? what can he do when that pressure's coming at him? Because the Lions will bring
0: it. Uh, yeah, it was um, one guy that was missed part of the game was Tyler Lockett who had to go and get checked out for um, the protocols for concussion. And thankfully, he was deemed fit enough to come back in, but I think it was just a little too too late. Where do the, the Seahawks need to improve, Liam? Where is the where are we going to get the positives for um, this week?
1: I suppose it just seemed like a bit like is it confident? It seems 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 strange after one game, but is it confidence for Gino? Like as you say, last season he was kind of slinging it around, and yeah. then as he started off, had a good start, and then it was just kind of n- nothing really. I don't I don't know. It was kind of strange. Um, so is it just like a you was you had to prove a point last season, so you just you just all out slinging it around everywhere now he's. Now he's got comfortable, shall we say? Now he's just, like, falling into old habits, maybe? Who knows?
0: That's it. Yeah, he's got his contract. He's, he's he's a comfortable, wealthy man now. After fighting for years and years and years as the second, even third choice uh, QB teams, he's paid his dues, but now he needs to prove that he, he deserves it. We know what we've got. We know that he's not top tier. Um, he's not elite, but... He was good, and when we were cooking last year, after the de- the deterioration we'd seen in Russell Wilson, then it was fun to watch, but I think we just need to try and get back to that, and aye, we've had happy times again for the the, the Seahawks to, to only, lose, only, so... It's only
1: one game, only one game.
0: <laughs> that's that's what I'm, I'm holding on to, to. One game, it was, it was just disappointing for it to happen, the season opener. Um... At home as well. Uh, it was a, a bit of a sickener, but yeah, I got her. What about the lines, though? I think this is one of everybody's favourite teams to, to to watch and to keep a wee close eye on. There's some incredible players in that team. I'm uh, on and Brown, big fan of. Jameer Gibbs made his debut last week and did not look out of place. Um, and Jared Goff, one of the the safest QBs, and the the NFL. I seen that he's on track to to break a record for the most completions without it, or passes without a, an interception without a turnover. So, what do you expect from the the lines this week then, Liam? Who's going to shine for them?
1: I think it's just going to be more of the same, isn't it? is going to get all the targets. Fight, will he find the zone again? Will he, or will he fall down at the five yard line, line again that we did last season? <laughs> um, so, but um. But you know, like as as hard as it is for me to say, since they're a division rival, they are they are fun to watch. Um, they've got such good talent all around, don't they? Um, I know Gibbs, Gibbs is in the old. I didn't ha- I don't think he had the best stat line in the world last week, no. but I suppose he's a rookie coming in, isn't he? So give him time to bed in, get going. Uh, but he de- definitely looked, when he got the ball, he looked looked kind of twitchy, didn't he? So um, and then I just say Goff after. I feel Goff kind of he's he's done so well with the Lions, but he, he still kind of gets frowned upon. I suppose from his time at the Rams, yep. doesn't he? he? Doesn't really get kind of you know, the accolades he possibly deserves from what he's actually doing, as you see, he's on this crazy run at the moment. So obviously now jinxed himself to to ruin it this week. But um, but yeah, they're just they're always going to be there. And now their defence seems to be stepping up. They, I just say they kind of did a seem to do a lot better last week as well. If they, if they get that as well now with all the points they can score, they're definitely a, a, a team in the mix.
0: It was uh, He's currently on 359 pass attempts, which is the third longest streak in NFL history behind Tom Brady on 399 and Aaron Rodgers on 402. So you could see that possibly coming up this, this week. Although, saying that, there is a couple of cracking cornerbacks and players that are certainly able to to make those interceptions for the uh, for the Seahawks, some other swings there, um, a couple of other guys as well. I'm really, really hopeful that we can get that that, that turnaround. That, that certainly needing uh a wee bit of positive positivity there. Um what about what about golf then? Studs you think it's you still got the the lingering Smell of being discarded by Sean McVay at the, at the Rams is it people still doubting him because of how well Stafford did and taking the Rams to the, the Super Bowl. Is there still that doubt that he's a discarded man?
2: I, I think it's easy to forget that golf also took to the best Super Bowl, albeit that Super Bowl was absolutely horrendous and it was <laughs> only what was it 10 3 or something, like that I think was the final score. Um, something ridiculous like that, but he is. He If you give him time, he's he's probably a good quarterback. But the guy has a statue. He's not going to be mobile in the pocket. He's not going to be shifting around back there. You need to give him time. You need to beef up your O-line, which, again, the Lions have got a strong O-line. So if you give him that time, he's going to start picking teams apart. Similar to uh, Brock Puddy and San Francisco, things like that. These guys that aren't mobile, you need to give them time. Tom Brady's another prime example of it he, he's yep. never ever known for his rushing ability, but every team he was on he more or less had a, a very very good offensive line um, so he was starting to pick targets so for me I think Goff's a, Goff's a good quarterback
0: mm-hmm. if
2: you give him that time
0: um, Sam Laporta uh, their rookie tight end seems to slip into the team quite well they um, could take him over from where Hawkinson kind of left off at the the middle of last season when he went to the Vikings. Josh Reynolds did well, um getting quite a few uh, receptions last week as well. So they've, they've certainly got variety there. It's not just all on Amon Rasset-Brown, although I think we all absolutely adored the guy. I think he's terrific. I, I've not been successful in trying to trade for him in any uh, of my fantasy teams, I've done my best to, to get them. Even when the draft, I was always too late to get them. So, aye, I'll be looking on with envy um, at the, the points that he'll get this year. David Montgomery came in from the, the Bears. and has, uh, made a couple of good drives for them last week. How was he against your Chiefs last week, Studs?
2: For me, again... David David is somebody you know what you're going to get. He's not going to give you the explosive runs or um the really electric plays like you've seen off of Jameer Gibbs. He's just gonna if you give him the ball, he's gonna just keep pounding and pounding for two, three yards a carry. And again, yeah. behind a strong offensive line, that is what you're gonna get from. I think it's something like seventy four yards off of twenty one carries. So he was averaging three and a half yards a carry against us, so and then he got his touchdown at the end. So is again? Is he somebody that I think is going to light it up every single week? No, absolutely not. I think that's going. To, you're going to see Jimmy Gibbs growing in the role more and more. But yep. in that type of game where it was close, the Lions were quite happy to run the clock out. Even Montgomery's the ideal back for them. He just he'll pound that forward for a couple of yards each time.
0: So who are we going for then? Uh, so I'll come to you first of all for the Detroit Lions hosting the Seattle Seahawks.
2: I think the concern over the offense last week from from me with the Seahawks and how good the offensive line was in particular, and probably for the the Detroit Lions, I'm going Lions on this one.
0: Liam, what about yourself?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm right there with, with studs. I think I can't. I'm sorry to say, Keith, I can't. I can't see the Lions losing this one.
0: I'm going to go for my. I'm going to go for my boys. I think. Not only that, I think Tariq Woolen is going to get the, the interception that's going to end um, Jared Goff's um, attempt to yeah attempt to get the the record. So there you go. And then um, Sharp is going to get the 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 winning uh, touchdown. In fact, no, Jake Bobo, Jake Bobo, <laughs> he's going to be the the happy story of this season. <laughs> <laughs>
2: if it's as much of a shootout as it was the last time, I think uh, Scott Hansen on red zone will be absolutely delighted at how many times he's shouting out Gino or Jared Goff's name. Or...
0: <laughs> <laughs> um that'd be that'd be something else, wouldn't it? Up there with like Liverpool Newcastle shootouts of the, the 90s. And <laughs> um, we will head down the west coast now um to LA for the 49ers against the Rams. Um 49ers again, they've just looked such a complete team last week. Um, Liam, what did you make of their comprehensive victory uh, last week against the Steelers? Wasn't it? It's a quite uh, quite, quite scary, really,
1: for the rest of the NFC, isn't it? Um, absolutely, you know, like I suppose everyone's still waiting to see if Pardee would, would kind of what he would do this, well, how he'd come into the season, sort of thing. So, yep, and Okay, he's maybe not lighting up fully, but he's he's doing what Shanahan wants, is not he? So he's 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 staying. Um, so yeah, they they have just got so much talent all around, all, all all over the place, don't they? So it's just a bit of a, a scary, formidable team, and in their defence, they're are rushing the uh, the passers, Eposa and and Ibosa at all. It's just um, Pickett uh, last week was just caught caught in the headlights, wasn't he?
0: Absolutely was, absolutely was. But they've gone up against a bit of experience now in the, the Rams. But we'll get to the Rams in that a wee bit. Purdy um, Studs, does he impress you? That, let's talk that he, for all that he has the ability to, to, to throw and make something happen, he also is going to have those wee, wee dips as well where he does something daft and stupid. But he seems to just work in the Shanahan offense.
2: Yeah, he's a hundred percent somebody that works in that offence. I obviously mentioned him when talking about Jared Goff as well. He's somebody yeah. that you you give him time, he's not a scrambler, he's gonna find his targets and it just every game he comes in he seems to get two touchdowns. You're yeah. gonna to get the standard from him basically. He's gonna be he's not gonna go and throw for five, four or five hundred yards. He's gonna go and he's gonna throw for somewhere between the two and the three hundred yards, and he's gonna get you a couple of touchdowns. That's what you're going to get with them. And again, it's up to teams to try and slow them down and get around that offensive line. But when you got man mountains like uh, Trent Williams in there, it's it's a difficult job to get to.
0: Um, he did very well. And Brandon Ayuk was the real benef- uh, benefactor of some of his passing. He's played <coughs> but so was Christian McCaffrey. Christian McCaffrey is just taking this team to the, the next level. Was that the trade of last season for you, Liam?
1: Oh, definitely was. And then I was like, think looking back, I was like, this was this match last season was the the triple crown game where he had a receiving, passing, and um, running down. Right. So look forward to that at the
0: weekend. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be something uh, special to see. Brandon C- Ayuk. Oh, sorry, I was going to say open. on the CMC side that's going to link in quite well to Brandon Ayuk.
2: Did you see Ayuk's hat? He's blocked. On that massive touchdown. Oh, one. yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. Oh, oh, was yeah, yeah, yeah. That was ridiculous. That boy just, <laughs> he's
0: probably still having nightmares about I. <laughs> that's the thing, though, that Shanahan's got this full team bought into what, what they do. There isn't players just standing about waiting for their their shot. They're invested there, it in all totally part of the, 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 the runs forward. They know that they've got a job to do. If they can, in any tiny little way, help this team forward, inch by inches, the, they always say, then they can do that. And that block was, was, oh, it was superb to see. And as a, a Seahawks fan, it's, it's a wee bit worrying for when we're going to come up against them. But um, uh, it was really, really exciting play and uh, amazing how just how much the full team has bought into it. You're thinking Ayuk and Debo Samuel's going to have a, a shootout this year to see who's going to actually be able to get the, the big contract at the end of the year, because we all know the 49ers like to pay um, some of the highest-paying positions in the full league. So between the two of them, you see who's going to get the, the contract in. Um, that's a terrifying sight. Did you, who did you take for the, the, the Super Bowl then this season? Uh, Liam, I'd be, I well know who still stakes.
1: Um, I think I took it. I'm sure I took the Bengals actually. So, and then end, so the better turn ups. <laughs> <laughs> That's
0: just for the. Do you know what it is? Probably he is doing the quarterback for Netflix. This is just to make the story a wee bit more, yeah, a wee yeah bit yeah. sexier. That's what it is. <laughs> um, yes. So that 49ers started just classed out. Um, get cattle back as well. Looking nice and looking strong, uh, a worrying proposition for the rest of the team. But, but last week was actually a bit of a masterclass from um, Matthew Stafford. Um, I think people had forgot just, they maybe wrote him off. Last season he was banged up, looking towards retirement. He'd got his Super Bowl ring, but he just looked refreshed and energized and he was up for it last week, unfortunately. He was just <laughs> slinging it left, right and centre studs. Is this going to be a a test for him? Is he going to try and make a, a, a put a display on against the 49ers who many people are tipping to win the NFC? I
2: think this is going to be the real marker for him, and it's if he can go out here and, and sling it and run even not even beat the 49ers, but even run them close in their own backyard um without Cooper Cup and with the likes of Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell, if he can do that with these guys, then when Cooper Cup comes back, the Rams are really going to be a force and everyone had them written off at the start of the season, I know I certainly did, I fancied the Seahawks strongly this week um, to beat them and beat them comfortably, I just couldn't see a way in which the Rams picked up the victory and I mean, Puka Nakua was just ridiculous, he was I think the technical term was a ball here away from actually getting a touchdown to add on to his 100 plus yard day. Um, he went full stretch out to try and get that ball and it was oh, it was very close. So and I think it, it was nothing more that his performance deserved, to be fair, would have been a touchdown on his NFL debut.
0: And it was a resurgent Tyler Higby as well in the, the tight end position. I, I know... We've all struggled, unless you've got Travis Kelsey, who was even injured last week. The tight end uh, position in your fantasy league have, has been a, a sore point, especially in the past week. Um, but Tyler Higby actually did really well. Good few receptions there. Um, I think he was my
2: sleeper last week, if I remember right,
0: for the tight end position. This guy knows his stuff. <laughs> that's, right, that's why you're back. That's why we've got you back on. Um, but then we've got uh, Cam Akers, Um and the running back possession in Kyron Williams. Uh How do you think the 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 run's going to do against this 49ers, D, Liam? I suppose
1: it's going to be a tough, Slade. I think It was really odd. I suppose Cam Akers again. He seems to do the same. He ends a season well, and then the whole, like ends the last six games really well, and then then he starts a new season. and Is he is he falling out with McVeigh uh, McVeigh again or something like that? <laughs> um, so. I did have like twenty, was it twenty-two carries? I think no, well, he didn't do much with it, but he still had the majority of the work. So, but yeah, yeah, it's gonna to be tough, tough sledging against the 49ers' de- defense. So they're definitely up there, but I suppose I think the 49ers' cornerbacks are probably their weakness. So, like that can Stafford sling it about a bit more and get and get them up and down the field. So,
0: this that's why one of our games of the weekend. Um, we think it is possibly quite high scoring. Um, Liam, I'll come to you then first of all. What do you you think? Who's going to win this one? Who's going to come out on top? I still
1: I still think it's going to be 49ers. As much as I was surprised by the Rams last week, uh, mm-hmm. how well they did after their off season kind of woes uh, in the preseason. Yeah, I still can't see past 49ers, they've just got too much too much firepower. And what about
0: yourself, studs?
2: Yeah, I'm um, 49ers on this one. As much as I think Liam's hit, hit the nail on the head there with the cornerbacks having spent a lot of time watching Javarius Ward, the Chiefs, get victimised in that cornerback area, um, I think the 49ers are just, yeah, I think they'll be too good on, on the defence. I think they're going to stifle that run and their offence just looks to be absolutely purring at the moment.
0: Um Certainly. I wanted the, the game to the weekend but we'll be looking forward to, to seeing that. Move on now to the Indianapolis Colts who are taking on the Houston Texans. Houston Texans with their new QB, uh, their new head coach Demeco Ryan from the San Francisco 49ers um, and the Indianapolis Colts with a, would you say, a surprise win for them last week? Um, I think everybody's been looking at them to absolutely implode but their new quarterbacks certainly, certainly, they lived up to the. Oh no, sorry, didn't get win. It oh, was. It was the. Uh, it was just a very good performance that they they had. And Anthony Richardson certainly started. looked like he's would uh, able to live up to the the hype of the off season.
2: Yeah, I think probably what well certainly what surprised me was how competitive they kept it until that ETM late touchdown run. Yeah. Uh, they were more than in the game. Uh, Anthony Richardson again. We've seen his rushing ability. He's obviously going to be the goal lineback back for the Colts. I think that's quite clear. I don't think that other running backs really um, really made the job their own. To be fair, I don't I don't no. think they've done much with their opportunity. So and it was good to see Michael Patman as well. He he looked he looked back to what we've seen in his first season whereas last year I think it was just anonymous for most of the year. So I, th- I think though the Colts are certainly going to make games interesting this year, and I think it's going to be off the back of Anthony Richardson.
0: Until Jonathan Taylor does make a return to the, the team, or if he makes a return to the team, then Deion Jackson, Evan Hull... Um, just not really going to, uh, not really going to cut it at all. Liam Hardy.
1: Yeah, I think Hall got injured, didn't he? He got injured in the game last week, I think. And then I think Zach, Zach Moss, then Moss is, is due back. Yeah. Due back, he's
2: broken arm, yeah. so it's whether he needs it for
1: last week. Yeah, It'll be interesting to see what Taylor makes of a uh, Dobbins across across the way getting injured. You know, another way, another reason to hold it a bit longer. So. <laughs>
0: yeah. <laughs> um, Taylor certainly looking forward to him coming back, but Anthony. Richardson, as you said, it, it seemed to strike up a really good rapport with Michael Pittman. Um, Pittman, actually, for though he's had some QBs and the, the decline for the past few years, um, it's actually put up some decent numbers. But he seemed to be a favourite of Richardson, and uh, Richardson's already shown that he's got power in that arm. And it looks as if they they two could really, really, let's say the the leak alight at times. The rest of the team just quite not up to it, but they certainly have that that shining light just now.
1: I think it's going to be keeping Richardson thick. because he got. It's kind of weird near the end of the game where he was. Like, the game was basically done. Yeah. And he made, they made him. He ran it, and then he. Nearly, I thought he totally knackered his knee. I thought it was like, oh, is this an ACL going or something, MCL or something? But he's. Was yeah, it? Was, it bit...
0: was that a design player or was it more a scramble? I
2: think it was a design run. I think, and it was just trying to get into the end zone to reduce the deficit, and then. They'd scored there they scored they with have went onside kick, but yeah. yeah, he banged, he banged up. I think
1: that, I think it was a bone bruise. Yeah, I think Is he's. Bit, I think he's fine, broken. but yeah, it's just keeping
0: keeping him healthy. I think so. Yeah. That's the thing. It's, it's that, uh, his first NFL game. The guy's going to absolutely buzz, and especially when he had been playing so well, I think he's invincible. That's a hmm. timely reminder that the NFL the uh, defences defences are, are are something different. Uh, I
2: I Think it actually happened earlier in the game, they were reporting as well. It wasn't that specific one, but he'd kind of played on because he wanted to try and win, win the game. So, um, aye. I th- so yeah, we'll see, we'll see how it goes. He better be fact because he's in my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that that speaks to his, to his character as well, though. He, he was voted as uh, one of the team captains already. Um, he seems to have a, a really good. Nature about him. He's one of the first ones in in the morning, last ones to leave. So he says it's a, a really good example, and that's <coughs> for the face of the franchise. That's what you're looking for. And um, what about then the Houston Texans? Was there any uh, bright lights from from the Ryan's team in the opening game?
1: I think it's just going to be a, a slow burner, shall we say? <laughs> I, think think, so. I think Stroud didn't. didn't his stats were right, he didn't do anything overly wrong, but it's just going to be have they got the, the talent you fear Collins? He's always a certainly, definitely, definitely, I think the wide well, receiver one now, definitely, if it wasn't before, sort of thing. So, yeah. um, yeah. but the thing I thought was strange was Pierce, um, the run back, they didn't they kind of he didn't really they just had to kind of run back up a committee a bit more. They were like had yeah. Singletary in there, um, and who was a third back? I can't remember who the other third back is. But um, but yeah, it was going a bit more rotation compared to compared to what everyone was thinking with Pierce playing running away with it last year. So it seemed a bit
0: strange. I'm not sure who the the third one was. They've got Mike Boone, Jerry Dokes. Oh, well, I think it was Mike uh, Boone. I think
1: it was. I think it was Mike Boone. Yeah. Was in for for third downs. I think he was. Yeah.
0: yeah. Damien Pierce was a talent. He certainly somebody that they they shows that they can be quite explosive getting through. And they know. I know that they'd said that Devin Singletary was going to actually get plenty of action uh, now that he has come in. But um, we'll, we'll see whether that'll be something to take a wee bit of pressure off of CJ Stroud um, when he's only got, as you said, really, it's, it's Nico Collins was looking quite good. You've got Hank Dell there as well.
2: I think the, the interesting oh. thing with Collins was the fact that he had, uh, he had six receptions off 11 targets. So CJ Stroud obviously has got that rapport with him where he trusts someone he's going to Yeah. Um, so, and again, Bob, uh, Bobby Trees got a fair few, Trees. Um, yep. fair few receptions as well in that game.
1: How old is he now? <laughs>
2: he must be in his 30s. Hey. I'm
0: just playing it up just now. Um, he's saying. Um...
2: So uh, I, eleven years' uh,
0: experience. 30, yeah, thirty-one, 31 30, year 31. old. Yeah, Robert Woods, thirty-one year old. Uh, great experience, and for the the young team that they've got there, there's somebody that they can really lean on and, and, and learn from. Um, hopefully that, that will help turn the fortunes of the, the Texans around a wee bit because it's been it's been horrible for the past few years now, hasn't it? They they really do need just to clean the slate and you'd think Ryan coming in um, having had that experience of being there as a player as well it's, it's hopefully he's going to set the, the standard that they're, they're expected there, especially coming think, from the, the 49ers team I think the the,
2: uh, the shining light on the Texans side from last week was certainly the, their defence um, and what they've done to the Baltimore Ravens because they actually had like they had oh, a full stumble on Lamar Jackson, they had an interception on it, and they kept the Ravens to, I don't know, run about 200 yards all in. That's not just passing yards, that's kind of all mm-hmm. in. So they certainly stifled the Ravens. Um, was that because the Ravens were going more pass-heavy, which you'd probably expect the Colts to maybe rush out a little bit more?
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I don't know. So it's, it's certainly, I think it's going to be a fascinating test for Richardson against this defence, because the Texans' defence looked very good last week.
0: Was there anyone that stood out for you? Will Anderson went very highly in the draft. Was there anyone else? How did he do?
2: I think Will Will Anderson's again, with him being such a high draft pick and the fact that they moved back up to get him, you know that he's going to be a focal point in that defence for years to come. So he's going to be the one certainly with all eyes on him for me. Again he's going to be the one that probably D'Amico Ryan's is is handpicked and said, Right, I want you to lead this defence from the front, so it is really going to be I think that the defence is going to rise and fall, if you like, with Will yeah. Anderson.
0: So this the uh, game then at the weekend that in Houston, Colts at the Texans. Liam, who are you taking for this one? I think I'm I'm i the Colts I
1: think I think they'll they'll just I just don't know if uh, Texas will be able, to score, be able to score enough, so I'm, I'm, leaning, I'm leaning, the, leaning
0: the Colts. There certainly was some positivity around the team after the performance, uh, even though they didn't manage to get the win. What about yourself then, studs?
2: Yeah, I'm I'm all about the Anthony uh, Richardson hype train, um, as I mentioned. Obviously, having them in fantasy, so I um I'm going to go with the Colts. I think they showed enough against uh, a good Jags team last week. They kept it competitive, Richardson certainly looks like he is going to be the real deal um. for me. and When that guy's running, that, how anybody stays in the way of him, I don't know because yeah. he's an absolute unit.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Um, there we go. Concludes our, our look ahead at the, to the, the top five games, uh, according to the crew. Let's have a wee look at our fantasy pick six then. Um, this is where we, the crew, Choose one stud and one sleeper for your fantasy teams and <coughs> um, for the, the forthcoming week. So, studs, I'm going to come to you, first of all, for the top QB. Who is your stud, first of all?
2: So, I think there's a couple of ways you can go on this one, and I know Dan was very much going home up last week to pick Dak Prescott, which... Didn't work out too well because the defence didn't decide they weren't going to let back play um, last week. So for me, I'm gonna go with Pat Mahomes. Um I think he's gonna have a bounce back week against say bounce back week, he wasn't exactly bad last week. No. He's I think he's just gonna absolutely light it up. I think he will have been working with his wide receivers this week in training, and I think we're gonna see a very different Kansas City Chiefs offense this week.
0: And what about your sleeper?
2: So, the sleeper one for me is again. I was going to go come almost Homer because of my fantasy team, but I'll, I'll back off Anthony Richardson. <laughs> and my I'm going to go Jared Goff, <laughs> which I know you mm-hmm. probably don't want to hear, Keith. But I think he's going to be. Uh, I think I do think that game's going to. I think it'll be a bit of a shootout. To be honest, I think Gino have a yeah. wee bit of bounce back as well. But I think Golf's just going to keep doing what he's been doing the last few weeks.
0: There we go. So, uh, Pat Mahomes and Jared Goff for, for studs then. Liam, I'm coming to you for the top running backs of the week. Who is your stud Yeah We we've
1: already, we've already, talk, already talked about him. I'm just going to go with the obvious, get CMC to do the hat-trick again. So, that's my stud of the week, I think. <laughs> He's already looking, like I say, last week he looked impressive already. So, yeah, kick on again, I think.
0: I'm putting down hat trick beside that there for you. you <laughs> need to get it up. You're, you're in tune. Um, CMC hat trick. What about your sleeper then?
1: I sleeper. I'm, I'm going to go a wee bit deeper. I think. Um, uh, Jameson Williams, not Jameson Williams. Williams, other Williams, not Jameson Williams. Williams, Jamal Williams. That's the one. Not Jameson. Oh, Williams. Uh, for a um, real sleeper, Sa- <laughs> I know. Yeah, for the for the for the Saints, he's up against Carolina, and they were run ran over by the Falcons last week. So mm-hmm. I think I think the I think
0: you could have a good a good outing this week. That's a good shout. Good shout. Um, I myself, I'll do the top wide receivers then. And uh, I had a wee chuckle when you mentioned golf there, studs, um, because for my stud this week, I'm actually going for Amon Rassant Brown against my own Seattle Seahawks. And I'm loath to do it, but the guy's a talent and I can just see him running right over us. For my sleeper, I'm going to go for Mike Evans. Uh, for the Buccaneers, the, the bakers bakers cooking up a, a batch there um and i think um mike evans is going to do, do really well this uh, this week what about deadly Steve then stars back to you
2: um again i'm going to ride on the coattails on this one of and go with a damn homer pick it's got to be the cowboys <laughs> against the jets no aaron Rodgers. Zach Wilson is starting QB they absolutely destroyed the other New York team in the G-Men last week I think yep. they just did a double on New York this week and absolutely destroyed
0: What were your sleeper then for the, the D? Um,
2: sleeper I'm, again I'm kind of stuck between a couple and I'm probably I don't know if they're so much a sleeper because I think they were actually showed that they were a good defence last week and it's the New Orleans Saints um, mm-hmm. Again, Liam's Can I say the Panthers? Can I get run over last week um, in their game against the Falcons? I think the Saints will. I'll just start picking apart Bryce Young. I think you've got like say Terry and Matthew in the back and at the safety position back there. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm struggling to see by the Saints as a as a sleeper pick.
0: Good I think New York
2: yeah. could be a good one as well because the Car- the Cardinals' offense looks absolutely horrendous. The Giants were the other one I was toying with.
0: Yeah, they certainly are much better than they showed um, against the, the Cowboys. What about top tight end then for you, Liam?
1: So I was kind of swilling over the top tight end. I'm gonna. I, I nearly went Andrews, but I'll I'll go I'll go Waller to have a bounce back. Have the Giants mm. have a bounce back. Um, up against. The, the Cardinals. So I think that's a, a nice a nice matchup for him for him. And again, wipe the sit slate clean from week one and, and and do what he was doing in the uh, what was it like two plays he had in the preseason where you just was just looked the part when he was was it was in it, that? Wasn't he, he
0: really did. Yeah, he really did. I think he's mentioned he's got a slight slight hamstring and not quite injury, but it's it's niggling. It's it's different yeah. from it's just, the one last year. It? It. <laughs> it really is. He's just going to always have that. <laughs> uh, what about your sleeper?
1: So my sleeper, uh, I'm going Hunter Henry. I think yes. for England, uh, he did he did well last week. I think Mac Jones was. A nice safety blanket for him, um, or Hunt Henry was, and then gonna to have to keep pace with the, the dolphins. So um so yeah, I think he could have a few, few targets.
2: I thought you'd have went home or picked with Musgrave after I know, that, but scratch actually had down the
1: field. <laughs> and stumbled, stumbled to the ground. Um <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I don't. I'm. I'm not. I'm not uh, confident enough to jinx at all. So, uh, so we'll see. <laughs> I think he got yeah. a few
2: deep, deep targets actually for love. So that could certainly be something to watch. No, really well, he's, been, he's
1: been getting all the all the beat reporters. Been saying how well he's been doing all pre-season, So he's definitely he's definitely looks like a target for for love. So we'll see see how it goes.
0: Fantastic. Um, for myself, top kickers. Then you know my guy. I'm a big fan. of <laughs> I think he was one of the first players. I ever drafted that did anything for me, and that was young Hoku. So I think anytime I'm getting stuck with the kickers, he's gonna be my first my first <laughs> choice. He's inside, they're gonna be inside the, the dome there in Atlanta. And he will be up against, and this will be my sleeper for the week. Is Aaron Carlson uh Carlson. Carlson. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna be taking him the, the Packers. Uh new kicker seems to be as good that he's big brother. Um, or if not, he's, he's he's got the potential to be anyway, so that's going to be my sleeper for the, the week then
2: Just out of I curiosity, Keith, who's the other picker that you normally pick, or the other kicker you pick up when you don't get to?
0: Uh, I'm trying to remember, I'll have a quick look in the my, so my fantasy If, if memory serves,
2: it's normally Daniel Carlson at the Raiders
0: <laughs> Do you know what it absolutely is? <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think I it's ingrained traded. in your brain, those two surnames, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. That's it. So there we are. I've got Koo there just now. And I think Myers yeah. is a homer for for the for that team. And the Gred Iron Crew Fantasy, who have I got? I think Kev. I actually got Koo. I was raging. I nearly kicked him out <laughs> the crew. And I've got <laughs> Daniel Harrelson. <laughs> there we go. This is you. You've been checking up my team to see who you're putting. <laughs> I just insight. know who uh, you know. I just know get Kelsey away from me. <laughs> <laughs> I said I'll try and get Kelsey, and I'm really
2: <laughs>
0: fantastic, guys. This has been great fun. Um, thanks very much for that. Um, we are looking forward to a fantastic weekend of football, starting tonight with the Minnesota Vikings and the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, is that in Philadelphia tonight? Yeah, Lincoln a Home, man. Yeah, fantastic Time cousins. Uh, cousins. Is he going to turn up? Is he going to be able to get eventually filled that wee enclave in his in his room? I love yeah. how that just looks like a a, a dodgy wee like sports shop through the nineties. <laughs> <laughs> You'll even get nice wood and panels or anything like that. It's just stuff that you can let hang stuff on quite easily. Um, nah, I don't see that one getting filled one day. I'd love it. Guy looks well, wouldn't love it? The guy looks a nice guy, but um, no, oh, that's not happening, not happening anytime <laughs> soon. Yes, um, any other points we should raise before we wrap this up, then, guys? No, nah. I think I it's been pretty again. extensive and lo-
2: looking forward to the weekend catching up with some of the crew on Sunday
0: night at top golf will be good, exactly. I'm really looking forward to that. So will be our first um, big, proper. Throughout and into the Super Bowl, so I, I'll be looking forward to catching up with the, the guys. We'll do our best to keep you updated through Twitter and uh, Instagram and all the other socials. Thank you very much for listening. If you've made it this far, <laughs> um, look forward to a fantastic weekend of football. Uh, Liam, thanks very much as always, buddy.
1: No, I was good. I was good to chat. Good to see.
0: Studs, it's terrific. It's, it's again, my friend.
2: Yeah, no, good fun chatting with you boys, and look forward
0: to catching you on Sunday. Again, thank you very much for listening. Please take the time to like and subscribe. Leave a wee comment as well; it really does help get the crew's name out there. And um, tell your friends, tell your family, any football fans you know. I make sure I don't know if you've done this, any Anytime I'm at the, the wee man's football, and I see Sunday the sidelines with a nfl hat i can't tell them about the crew um so nah. hopefully hopefully we'll get a few more listeners that way as well um we will be back we'll be back on monday monday night we will have the review crew brian will be hosting that and that will be with you live on monday night and and your news feeds um on the tuesday morning the um, Thanks very much. We'll look forward to a fantastic week of football. Catching up with the crew and we will see you next week.